0: Hi, this is Stuart Weems and welcome to the Investopoly podcast. My goal is to give you simple, easy to understand strategies, insights and tips to help you master the game of building wealth. And in this episode, I'd like to talk about why you should never contribute cash towards a property investment. So that is, if you've got some cash savings and you'd like to go off and invest in property, uh, I'm suggesting that you actually borrow the maximum you possibly can and put any cash in a linked offset account linked to the investment line rather than contribute the cash towards the purchase costs and just borrow what you need. So let me give you an example. Peter goes off and buys an investment property for six hundred thousand and he has two hundred and seventy five thousand dollars in cash. Now the total cost of Peter's investment, including stamp duties, is $630,000. So Peter only really needs to borrow 360000 if he puts his full $275,000 of cash towards the investment. However, I recommend that Peter actually borrow the full cost, being 635000 hopefully using equity in other properties such as his home and then put the full $275,000 in a linked offset account. Now he'll still only pay interest on the $360,000 net balance so it doesn't cost him any extra money in terms of fees, higher interest rates or um, additional interest or anything like that. There's actually no additional cost to Peter whatsoever. However, there's lots of reasons why this makes sense. The first one is it reduces your risk. I would argue borrowing more and putting your cash in the offset actually reduces your risk. And the reason for that is that Peter has access, ready access to $275,000. Now let's say Peter lost his job tomorrow or something changed in his personal circumstances. Peter now has enough cash in that offset account to fund that loan and to fund the holding costs of that investment property probably forever you Know that a property is probably not going to lose $275,000 in its first 10 to 15 years. That he's then got the capacity to really hold on to that property, irrespective. The second reason is that your circumstances might change due to accident, illness, bank, bank rules might tighten, which is obviously a, a particular uh, case that's been more recently with credit tightening and so forth. Locking in Your maximum borrowing capacity now and putting cash in the offset really preserves your ability to change that gearing of the property later on. So again, returning to our example where Peter has net debt of 360 if Peter can still access that cash in the offset and use it towards some other purpose, and essentially by pulling money out of the offset, what he's doing is increasing the amount of debt against that property. Whereas if he had to put the cash all into the loan, which is going to be my third benefit, it actually reduces the maximum tax deductible loan that you can have against that property. So that is you can't go back later on and say, oops, shouldn't have borrowed three sixty, I should have borrowed the full cost, let me go back and increase the loan. Because the ATO will say, well it depends on what you use that fund those funds for the increased portion, whether they're going to be tax deductible. And so in the situation where say Peter goes and buys this investment property, borrows the full cost, puts 275,000 of his hard-earned savings in an offset account. If Peter in five years time thinks oh, I'm going to renovate my home and it's going to cost me say 200 grand, Peter can take that $200,000 out of his investment loan offset. and as a result of course he's going to trigger higher interest costs, but all that interest cost is going to be tax deductible because it relates to his investment property. So really, it allows you to park cash against investment debt and access that cash later on in a tax-effective way. Um, A really good example is some clients that I was dealing with probably about 10 years ago. They were nearing retirement. They said, Stuart, we're going to buy this investment property. We've got a whole bunch of cash. We only want to borrow the minimum. I said to them, no, 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 you should borrow as much as you can. Put it in the offset. You never know what's going to happen. Anyway, after a few conversations when they were saying, well, we, we are pretty sure nothing's going to change, um, they they took thankfully took my advice and did that. About a year later, they, we got a call from them and said, look, we're actually relocating. We want to go down further down the coast. It means we're going to sell our home, but we need to spend a little bit more to get a, a commensurate product, uh, property. So thank God we've got the money in the offset account. Otherwise, we'd have to go and borrow uh, more money now if we had to put all our cash into the property and that that would be non-deductible so it made a lot of sense even in a situation where people were getting towards the end of their working career or working life even then when you you would think that things are a little bit more certain a little bit more predictable even there's nothing really uh, predictable that happens in in life uh, everyone's situation changes and change is often unexpected Um, The fourth benefit is to Peter in doing this is that it gives Peter the option to invest those monies in the future. So in 20 years' time, let's say his investment property is worth $2.5 million. It will be generating a significant amount of rental income at that level. Now, interest on a on a loan, even if he had no money in the offset account, even at seven percent, is is going to be um, only about forty five thousand dollars. The the rental income on a two and a half million dollar property is going to cover the interest. So therefore, in the future, Peter can draw money out of the offset and invest it in other assets such as shares or bonds or something else, um, and uh, still and particularly really regear gear the property to some extent. So change its gearing rate back up to 100%, 100% of its original cost by pulling all the money out of the offset. So again, when we go and buy a property, we don't necessarily think 20 years down the track or 10 years down the track, but it's very possible that you might actually like to use those monies elsewhere, particularly if your property's experienced a lot of growth. Uh, the fifth and large, uh, last example, I should say, of, of the benefit of not contributing cash is it might help actually fund retirement. So let's suggest that um, Peter retires in a few years' time. He's got that cash in the offset account. Um, he can draw a pension from super. Minimum pension, 4% of the actual uh, super balance is the minimum amount you, you need to draw to when you convert your super into pension phase. Um, let's say that that's just not quite enough for Peter to live. Um, but he doesn't necessarily want to sell the property now either. Uh, so what Peter can do is maybe dip into the offset account if he knows that um, his income will uh, increase in the future, maybe when his wife or his partner or spouse uh, also uh, reaches six is able to convert their super and add to his pension. Uh, so if he's only going to have a shortfall for a few years, maybe he can use that offset account monies to bridge that gap, you know, to fund early retirement for, for a few years until... His uh, spouse's uh, super kicks in, so that's an example where increasing your liquidity. Uh, where, you know, obviously, property is not a liquid asset. So by you can uh, mitigate that to some degree uh, by increasing a property's liquidity by having more money in the offset account. Now, let me reiterate. Uh, it's, good, it's very important to give some, get some good quality credit advice here to, in order to maximise your borrowing capacity, so that's a really important point as well. And also, um, it's uh, really important to point out that actually I can't really think of any downside to borrowing the maximum and putting all cash in the offset account. So it's not going to cost you extra in fees, in interest, or anything like that, but what it does do is maximise your flexibility in the future. So I hope that's been uh, a handy hint. As always, there's uh, more information in the show notes. And if you enjoy the podcast, can I please ask uh, you to leave a rating on iTunes or anywhere else to encourage uh, and to share it and encourage people to, uh, to listen. Thanks, guys. Until next week, bye for now.